We're going to be reading from verse 1 to 12. Hang on to your hats, fasten your seatbelts. It's the first message of the new year. And I'm telling you, it is going to be powerful. Joshua chapter 5, verse 1. Yell out when you're there. All right, it says this. It says, So it was when all the kings of the Amorites who were on the west side of the Jordan, everyone say west side, who were on the... (laughs) who are on the west side of the Jordan, and all of the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan from before the children of Israel until we had crossed over, that their heart melted and there was no more spirit in them any longer because of the children of Israel. Now I need you to understand, first of all, how many people know that the devil has been defeated? Come on, somebody. 2,000 years ago when Jesus rose from the dead, he crushed the devil's head, took the keys of death, took the keys of hell, rose again on the third day, and today sits victoriously at the right hand of God, far above every principality, power, every throne, and every dominion. Hell has been defeated. In the same way, the kings of the Amorites and the kings of the Canaanites had heard what God had done with the Red Sea, how God delivered, how God saved the children of Israel out of bondage and slavery in Egypt, how He dried up the Red Sea for them so they could walk across the sea on dry land. And they were fearful because the power, the power of this God was unparalleled, was unmatched by any deity that they worshipped, any of the pagan idols or gods that they knew nothing could compare with the God of the Israelites and so they shook and they trembled in their boots you would think that that should be enough you would think it should be enough the fact that you are saved that the the fact that Jesus rose from the dead 2,000 years ago that for you 2013 all the promises of God should happen automatically because he saved you 2,000 years ago Jesus rose from the dead he tore a hole in hell so big that it's been leaking peace People ever since he tore a hole in death that death can't hold you down. 1 Corinthians 15 says, Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Death has been swallowed up in victory. The everlasting life, eternal life. We have relationship with God, connection with God. We're looking forward to heaven. We can have heaven right here, right now on earth. You would think that's enough, but have a look what God does in verse 2. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Even though the enemies are trembling, and even though the enemies are in fear, even though heaven Hell itself has been plundered and defeated by Jesus. God says to Joshua, make flint knives for yourself and circumcise the sons of Israel again the second time. So Joshua made flint knives for himself and circumcised the sons of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. Don't know how it got its name. Verse 4. And this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. This is the reason. How many people want to know the reason? This is the reason. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war had died in the wilderness on the way after they had come out of Egypt. For all the people who came out had been circumcised, but all the people born in the wilderness on the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness till all the people who were men of war who came out of Egypt were consumed because they did not obey the voice of the Lord to whom the Lord swore that He would not show them the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers that He would give us a land flowing with milk and honey. Then Joshua circumcised their sons whom He had raised up in their place, for they were uncircumcised, because they had not been circumcised on the way. So it was when they had finished circumcising all the people that they stayed in their places in the camp till they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, This day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. 
Therefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. And Gilgal means a rolling away. Verse 10. Now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal and they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at twilight on the plains of Jericho. And they ate of the produce on the land on that day after the Passover, unleavened bread and parched grain on that very day. Verse 12, then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land. And the children of Israel no longer had manna, but they ate the food of the land of Canaan that year. I honestly believe that this year is going to be a year where you're going to step from manna into eating the produce of the land. It's going to be a year where, where instead of just eating the, the, the thin little wafers of God's provision, God, just enough to get through, just enough to get through, just enough to get through, that you're actually going to go from just enough to get through to a God of abundance. You're going to go from just surviving to thriving. That's what I honestly believe. The second thing I want you to know is, is that it's one thing to enter into the land, but it's another thing to possess the land. Let me just make the distinction. It's, it's one thing to enter the land, but it's another thing to possess the land. So I want to give you three quick points.